You guys all settled? You guys good? So this should be recording. It'd be a real bummer if it's not. (laughs) Damn, that would be super (laughs) shitty. You just got the audio from the fucking this shit, that shit. Dude, can you fix that audio? Would you be able to? Like, let's say if this wasn't recording, would you be able to take the audio from the video? It would be terrible, but it would sound shitty. It's possible. Damn. Very low quality. Are right, you guys ready? I'm gonna intro us in. Damn, we got a fucking fly in here. Yeah, that's gonna be all we do. I got the fly slaughter right there. If you guys want to be, so if we could catch you, one of you guys killing the fly on camera, that'd be mm. pretty fucking gangster. Yeah, why not? Well, we, well, it seems to be at ease right now. So. Oh, he'll come back. Oh yeah, yeah that motherfucker. Yeah, so just right have there. the fly slaughter yeah, on I'll hand. Come back. It's a life lesson on females. All right. All right. Are you recording? It's probably just the preview because I'm probably not on the internet. Come here, bitch. All right, I'm going to intro this in. You guys ready? Bitch. What's up, guys? Welcome to the first official episode of Man With No Plan featuring yours truly, AJ Santos, and my two homies, Corey and Kit. Say what's up, fellas. Sup. Hi. All right, guys. I know this is something new. This is something that I've been thinking about doing, and it's finally come to fruition. So here we are, guys. I'm going to pour and bear my soul to you, you poor individuals on the other side of this microphone. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy, and uh, yeah, let's get into it. Um, obviously, this weekend has been kind of crazy. It's the elections. Mm-hmm. Stuff has happened, and I, I think uh, we get to see what's really going on in the country right now, and it's kind of crazy. But what I do want to address is uh, the projected winner for us right now is Joe Biden. And I'm going to say this like a true American. Hey, man, I wish you the best up there, and I hope you lead us to success and victory. Um, This country needs a lot of healing to do, and I hope you find the time to mend some of these wounds for us because I know that these past couple years have been rough for a lot of us, especially this last year. Um, there's been a lot of, I don't, I can't even put it into terms, just a lot of darkness surrounding like turmoil. Yeah. Turmoil, I guess this would be the unrest would be the best word. And I just want to let you guys know, let's make it better actively inside of your communities, inside of your homes. That's the only way that we can do and, and fix things, have open conversations, uh, be open to other people's perspectives and their point of view. And just because they have a different opinion than you doesn't automatically make them a bad guy. It just means you have a linear way of thinking. And if you if you like that and you run with the tribe that you guys just all think in one way, by all means. But for the for the general, for everybody else, you know, be open, be open to new ways of thinking, be open to how other people see things. And you don't have to walk a mile in their shoe, but you could ask what it's like to take a step in theirs, you know? I mean, it's, it's scary. We have... It's a lot more scary on the media, actually, than it is in real life. Because when you see things and you take it for what it is up front, that's automatically how we're going to view things. But in all reality, it's it's not as crazy as people deem it out to be. Right now in the media, it seems like there's this war that's brewing. And there might be. I could be completely wrong. But at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is, is that 
Hey, dog, we Americans, bruh. Yep. We Americans, homie, so start acting like it. Support one another, you know? It's just, let's achieve these goals. Pick your enemies. Make them your friends. Make them frenemies. Have yourself be in competition with good people. Surround yourself by being the dumbest in the room and working your way to being the smartest, man. That's what we got to get back to. That never happens, though. The dumbest not. guy come becomes the smartest guy. That never happens. Never does. <laughs> but, I mean, there's an opportunity for it. And if, if you really are the smartest dude in the room, you should probably get the hell out. You should get out, and you should probably strive to not be the smartest because the one thing that I've learned that I've been talking to kid about is that um, being willing to learn is something that's, I think, underappreciated at the moment. The willingness to be open and being able – to understand new perspectives or gain new knowledge on things. And I, I had difficulties about this myself, uh, not being able to adjust to how social media works. And I think that's totally fine, but I had to learn the hard way that with time comes change. And with change, you have to adapt. So I think it's, it's, it would be who of us to adapt to everything that's going on around us. And, and I can't harp on this enough. But, yo, be freaking kind to each other, yo. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. And I know some of you guys have this perspective of it's it's us against them. It doesn't have to be. We already know the history of America was was made off blood and darkness and, and evil stuff. But that's not what it is today. That's what it doesn't have to be. We address it as is. We... America is such a dope place that people don't really understand. It's because you could kick it with a Korean. You could hang out with an African. You could beat your chest with a Congoian. Oh, is that how you say it? No, I don't know if that's a word. I don't even know if that's the thing. You could, you could hang out with Filipinos and be homies with the Mexicans. It's, it's all about love here, man. And I, I fully don't understand it, but I hope... Whoever or wherever you are, you get to listen to this, and I hope you have a change of heart in perspectives and how you think about things. So that'll be the intro for today, guys. What's up? What's up, man? This is a nerve-wracking time right now. It's scary, (laughs) dude. It's so scary. But we're on this ship. We might as well try to keep it afloat rather than trying to sink it. Yeah. You know? So... That's that's gonna be my words for a little bit. Do you feel like you walk on eggshells when you talk when you talk politics at all? Or yeah, that's uh, why I don't like to talk politics. <laughs> I, I I first off, I'm not well versed in politics, so yeah. I shouldn't. My opinion honestly shouldn't matter when it comes to politics. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, truth be told, man, it's just like I'm still learning, just like everybody else. I mean, I should have paid attention in high school and college, but. The only thing I really learned in U.S. history was Salem witch trials. That's it. You know what I mean? Burn the witches, Burn dog. Because the they were interesting. They're, yeah, yeah, that was like the coolest thing that happened. Yeah, they don't make it interesting. Yeah. Nah, man. It's boring as fuck. Uh, everything. It's And it's too much. It's like overwhelming when you learn about like the government and how the system works in itself. It's just like, I don't understand any of this. Like, I barely figured out how to play Yu-Gi-Oh the right way. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like and then now you want me to like understand the the three branches of government that we have. I don't even I don't even think I know them off the top of it. What is it? Executive, judicial, judicial and legislative. And legislative. Yeah. I didn't know that last <laughs> one. 
and that's why you should not take any of my political yeah. advice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the landscape for the future of us is going to be kind of weird. Uh, we don't really necessarily know how to curve this pandemic. And as stubborn Americans, that's just how we roll, man. Yeah. We're inherently stubborn because we were told that we were allowed to be stubborn. Yeah, pretty much. It comes with freedom, right? This that's with, part of the freedom, man. That's why I'm in a, uh, I'm in avid fan of not ass beatings, but a little spanking on the tissue. Teach you a little <laughs> bit about respect, you know. Yeah, I don't know where all that came from. I don't know where all this because it seems like it's not just in like rich neighborhoods where all the kids were. Give, it's like everywhere. There's a lot of just whiny people that. <laughs> are soft soft and what would you say uh there's like not complaining but you said something like they're just fucking obnoxious yeah it, and being disrespectful it's like dude where, where is you know what it is from? though i think i, I kind of have a, an idea for it feel free to tell me if i'm wrong i think our grandparents beat our parents so badly that they didn't want that for us and then in turn making us a little bit softer than normal right i think all like uh, it's really like the last generation before us had so much trauma that if you didn't get beat it was kind of weird now we have kind of this human understanding that you don't have to but in all reality discipline goes really a long way and without discipline comes honestly chaos that's where you get people who don't really know who they are or are just disrespectful as hell. And I'm not mm -hmm. knocking single parents who, who can't discipline their kids because they're trying to feed them. Like, I understand those things. And so it's just weird, man. Yeah. The, the participation trophies got us fucked up. <laughs> like, they really did. But you think it might be, like, um, the age of the Internet and now, like, kids can, like, they have access to information, like, um like now they know they can they know the rules now they can like take advantage of their parents in yeah and i ways. think they think they're smarter and slicker but the thing is i think parents are also walking on eggshells nowadays yeah. because if if you're getting smoke checked if you're getting your booty tenderized by mama and you yeah. pull out a phone and start recording yeah and you send that to cps they don't see that as a disciplinary action they yeah. see that as immediately abuse. as abuse yeah but in retrospect, when I think about all the times I got an ass beating, I guarantee you I deserved every second yeah, of yeah. it. There, there wasn't a single time that I can think and say that it was uncalled for. We're not saying that there's not uncalled for. Times, uh, yeah. but, but for us, and for me, I I deserve every one of them. Me so. too. Probably not to the extent that they gave it to me. but yeah. Same, man. Yeah. Same. Corey, did you get beat as a kid? Um, A few times, but nothing crazy. Like, your parents were pretty fair then, right? Yeah. Like, when they beat you, it was yeah. super necessary. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I think uh, a lot of it was me, them talking to me and realizing that I was stupid. <laughs> kind of just being self-accountable and uh, realizing that's not how you get your way in life. That's, that's the thing, though, is that I'm going to admit this right now. When I was 18, I thought I knew everything. I thought I understood the world and, and what made it go around. But it wasn't up until I'm turning 30 next year. 
And it wasn't up until like a couple years ago I truly realized like how things really worked because I had this uh, like this perspective of feeling like, okay, first off, I'm a young American teen and I can do whatever I want, but that's not, that's not how it rolls, man. It's just, you got to figure that out. And some people won't even figure that out for some time. And you come to realize real quick that there's people that are way older than us that don't even have their shit figured out. And that is what blows my mind is because obviously growing up, you think adults have it all. They got it all figured out. Yeah. But then when you get to the ripe old age of adulthood, you're like, oh, nobody got it figured out ever. You're just winging it just like everyone else. Yeah. And that's the that's the gnarliest thing. Imagine your parents like they just don't know. And all they're trying to do is trying to get you to survive. Yeah. Trying to get us another meal that's fed, you Mm. know. And so I don't know, man. It just if we go back to it, it all goes back to just be a good freaking person you weirdos be good to your neighbor don't matter the skin the race the creed the religion the orientation it don't matter bro but everyone's like standard of what's good is different right it is so it's very objective my thing is like dude just be nice be kind and mean it too you know i think i think being uh evaluating your situation is it working is being angry and throwing a tantrum, tantrum working or are you just spinning your wheels? Because I don't know how it would work. It's never worked for me. The only way, thing that's worked for me is, you know, being respectful. Yeah. And I think we lost a lot of respect, um, especially in this new generation, because media is so flooded by what they think reality is. But in all reality, all our phones are doing is just making us just as hooked as heroin but the thing is it's it's a drug that nobody wants to admit that's going on you know how crazy is that to think that there's a computer processor that's figuring out the right post to give you just so you can keep scrolling and we've had those days where we spend six seven hours wasted in bed because you opened up instagram too early (laughs) you know what i mean yeah yeah. like i I, th- I think there was this one time and I knew I I was sleeping. I woke up at 8. I told myself I was going to go to the gym. I was looking through my phone. All the Instagram thoughts and all the booty holes were showing up. And I was like, this is amazing. Next thing you know, it's 5 p.m. And I had no clue. And I was at the same spot. And I was just like, damn. I think that's going to be an uphill battle for us, especially the, the, the this future generation that's coming up. Yeah. Is that... I think hopefully when we become dads, if we ever become dads, we'll be in a good position that can put our kids and let them understand that it's not all about these stupid little palm devices, but the actual interactions you have with people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because likes can only get you so far, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can make money off that. You can. But but I mean, that's in itself. The it's duh. I dare you to to not answer a text message when it first dings on your phone. You know how hard that is? It's it's weird. Isn't it? Like, think about how... My ex-girlfriend didn't have a problem with that shit. (laughs) 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 Uh, So some people don't, but I mean... No, that was a joke. 
<laughs> she, was, she was just avoiding me, probably. Oh, God. She knew, man. She knew. She knew she couldn't love you all the way, that's why. No, she had... She's already talking to somebody else, so... Hooker! Hooker. Hooker. What a hooker. What a hooker, man. Hey, learning lessons. Yeah. Learning lessons. Hey, to reiterate again, I know that this... Uh, we're we're talking about all this stuff, but I just I want to invite whoever's listening to understand that I ain't got no plan either. We're winging it here just like you guys are too, and and hopefully you guys can find some joy or or um this resonates with you in any way, shape, or form. And just to let you know, like it's okay to not have it figured out, just as long as you're doing something to like balance and offset that. Find what you love to do and just do it. Go after it. I. I'd be lying and I'd say I was I wouldn't be guilty of trying to come up with an idea and not pursue it fully because of my own insecurities, but that's a regular thing. Everybody has their own insecurities whether you want to believe it or not. Everybody really does. Whatever demons they face, they might not show it in front of you, but everybody's dealing with some sort of shit and that's okay. Just just understand that us as humans are such fragile creatures and that we're just lucky to be here breathing air, bro. We're, we truly are. So, shouts out to everybody hurting him right now, man. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's weird. Yeah. It's a weird situation. Because following something you love sometimes, I find that I always have roadblocks in my own head of like, well, is this actually worth doing? Is it? actually bring something to the table should i be doing something different you know but i mean like how else are you gonna find out though oh yeah you should go out and do it at least try it yeah and then that's how you're honestly that's how you're gonna figure it out because um quick story when i was in afghanistan probably a couple months before we were heading back home i had a list of like stuff that i wanted to do right yeah and on there was like real estate, personal trainer, um, like a bunch of other stuff. Like a talent agent was something else that I, I thought I wanted to do. And at the very bottom, it had said entertainer. I didn't know what the fuck that meant. Yeah. But it was there. And I went through the series of trying to become a personal trainer and trying to get into real estate. And then realizing my heart wasn't in certain places. And then I even tried to do the acting gig for a little bit. And I wasted $5,000 on some bullshit ass modeling company that said that we'll get you the the most auditions you're gonna be like the filipino calvin klein's model dude i thought i was dog (laughs) and then they have like a height requirement for certain shit (laughs) i was like damn i couldn't even make it to like the sears kids catalog (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i did that and then somehow i i managed to uh stumble on stand-up comedy and trying to entertain you fools and here we are and i love every second of it It it's terrifying it's the scariest thing that anybody could ever want to even think about doing there's no security anywhere but the one thing i can say is that if my life were to end in the next 10 years and i did the same exact thing i could firmly say that i was happy with my life and everything that i did because i'm i'm down to risk it bro I ain't got I ain't got shit else to 
lose. Yeah, you only live once, right? It's that's the thing, man. Love me or hate me, I'm still gonna be here. Yeah, you know. So why not, dude? Why not just do your freaking thing, you weirdos? Chase it, fight after it. Don't let nothing stop you. You think there's like a problem nowadays that people just like chase after things that they have no passion for? That I think is a very good statement because yeah there's people who just are doing it for the wrong reasons yeah. so if you want to be a nurse you should you should put in all the hours you should like i'm i was in that program to yeah. be a fucking like work on getting to the becoming a nurse and everything yeah but everyone be- like was not come up to my level you know they weren't passing the classes with high grades like, i felt like i should be a gatekeeper because i don't want it and i still got to and I'm still doing great in these classes. Yeah. Like, and I don't even want it. You should be, everyone else that actually wants it should be passionate. I'm just doing it for like a backup plan, but I have no interest anymore. So it's just. That's the gnarliest thing right there is. I think it just all comes with trial and error, but there's also like family pressures to do certain things. Yeah, true. You know, like did your parents or your mom convince you that to be a nurse? No, they want me to be a doctor for, but it's not realistic. It's like, you don't want to pay for the schooling. It's like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it's like, dude, it's 10 more years of my life. I'll be 40 by the time I, I like even had my first patient, you know? I know, dude, that's something that you gotta, if you want to be a doctor, you got to decide at like seven. Yeah. You got to know when, right when you get out of high school, you're yeah, like, you right. got to be like, I'm going to be a doctor. Yeah. I can't even make it through, like, mechanic school if I tried. You don't think so? No, for sure. <laughs> I'm, like, so illiterate when it comes to, like, how certain parts move. Yeah. I'm not the smartest guy. <laughs> you know? But you do like talking about your dick on stage. I do. I do. <laughs> I do, but I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, wean away from that, if you will, and be a little bit more classy. But I don't know how to do that. I don't think you should change who you are. <laughs> no, it's not necessarily changing. I just think um, I, I'm thinking of when how to make something I find difficult funny on stage okay. and it's bringing a new perspective and I don't want to be that comedian that only talks about his dick all the time yeah. or buttholes well I mean I love to we yeah. could talk about it for hours I've seen hundreds of dicks in my life and not the gayest way possible, but the military forces you to look at other men's penis. Yeah. And you just got to be cool with it, man. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be right. cool with it. But it's a boot camp exercise. Dude. <laughs> Yo, I don't think you guys understand, bro. When we went in and they were like, drop your pants. I was like, yeah. oh, dude. They still do that shit? Yeah. You shower naked with 80 dudes. You share I mean, four people sense. to one head. We shared a urinal. Like, the only thing we didn't share was a toilet, you know? It's a logistics thing, or? It's, so basically what it does is all, all that they're really doing is stripping you away from any pride that you have. Yeah. And making it a level playing field for everybody. And to understand the beauty and chaos when it happens. Because that whole three months, it's nothing but chaos. All they do is they're just throwing shit everywhere and screaming and yelling but by the time it's done you've you've understood like the pressures that come with and then you can start reacting properly because when you first get in there you're you have no clue bro i had an asthma attack like going into boot camp 
and I didn't ever think I would, you know, and I was just like, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, fuck, I got to finish it. And then once you're there, you're like, okay, well, I can't back out because it's like, who, like, what can, what kind of person starts something and doesn't finish it? A lot of people. A lot of people. That's the issue, man. <laughs> but like for me, I, I didn't, I couldn't. I. Well, that's a huge commitment. So that's a little different than like starting like a workout routine. It's like. You went through the ASVAB, through the MEPS, through all the bullshit. So you're kind of already in it. Yeah, dude. Kinda and I scored so low on that stupid test. I was so dumb. Me too. I was so... <laughs> I tried to go into the Air Force. I was like, hey, what's up, dogs? You guys want to take me? They're like, bro, you're stupid. You're yeah, stupid don't you have to be like, like Go to the Marines. And I was like, what? I think they were showing me a list when I was taking it. They're like, I was like, oh, so I could be like, no, you're, you're like down here. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I couldn't, I was so dumb when I took the test. I couldn't even be like a mechanic. I was literally, they were like, you can drive this thing, but don't touch it. I was like, okay. <laughs> it's like, that's fair. And then here's the, here's the worst part. I have the worst sense of direction and I ended up be, becoming military taxi. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I was just driving, and I was just like, please don't let me be lead Vic. Like, let me follow. follow. Like, for sure. And my mom used to make fun of me. She's like, you don't even know your left from your right and over here driving trucks, huh? It's just like, oh, fuck. It's like, holy shit, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, man. Your mom actually sound like that? Nah, I just not give even, her. <laughs> not even a little bit, right? A little, a little bit. When she gets mad at me, yeah. then she does. But my grandma does sound like that. But she can't hear worth of nothing. So, like, yeah. when I have conversations with my grandma, I, I have to yell at her. <laughs> I'm like, Nana, how are you? <laughs> she's like, huh? <laughs> and she's got a she's got a hearing aid for no reason because she don't even turn that shit on. Oh, so she just wears it like that. Yeah, and she's like, uh, it's too loud. I'm like, what? Because <laughs> you can't fucking hear. That's why it's loud. You turn it down. <laughs> I'm like, damn, dog. But all she does is really she just reads the subtitles on on the TV. Oh, okay. And it's so funny, especially when there's like bad words. She's like, "Fucking shit, fuck!" But what reason? She reads it out loud, Shh, dude. <laughs> what the? F- how do you watch a movie with her? Uh, you don't. You just gotta kick it with grandma. Like that's uh, that's story time with grandma. It's like, what story are we reading today? And then it'll be like, last house on the left. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Oh, shit. <laughs> you know. My, I think my grandma's favorite hero was Chuck Norris. Chuck is, Norris? Yeah. Just put a microphone in front of her and do, like, audiobooks. Dude, <laughs> how? <laughs> I think we're on to something. We might. We might. That's it. Hey, I'm going to call my grandma after this podcast. Set it up. And be like, hey, Nanai, um, I need you to read books for me. You know what's crazy, though, is that uh, when she writes, when she writes papers, you would never tell that she had some sort of accent or even know that she wasn't yeah like Her writing it. skills dude like she understands the english language she just speaks it poorly very poorly okay yeah that's a lot of people i think though yeah yeah, yeah. i i agree i agree with that man so did you guys hear about like the 120,000 um cases the ballots for biden that overnight oh yeah michigan yeah, yeah. yeah. was it michigan was it unanswered somewhere somewhere yeah. over there yeah What's that mean? To, what's unanswered mean for the people who don't like, know? Like, I mean, it's like, so I mean, if you have a hundred and twenty thousand mail-in ballots, you would think one would go to Trump at least, you know? Yeah. You just, 
120,000 ballots for Biden. For Biden. That's awfully suspicious, man. That's how it rolls sometimes, though. Really? Dude. I don't know. There's voter fraud going on. Yeah. I call it right yeah. now. It depends. It depends if they got it all from one location, because maybe they're just setting off all the Biden votes to the side and then just throwing them in there at the end. Yeah, true. But I mean, it's but weird, but... The, the, th- the thing is, like, uh, the perception of foul play is, is there now. Very you know strong. Saying? Yeah. I think... Like, even, even, like... Even if there's no foul play, it looks like it. It's not, not not just to me. I'm yeah. sure other people believe it. Yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting to see how many times Amazon fucks up a delivery, yeah. you know, versus yeah. all these ballots. Because it's probably fucking worse for the ballots than it is Amazon. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like it's a it's just like a difficult thing, especially since it's like the first time we're doing mail-in ballots. You know what I mean? So it's like, how do we, how do you do that shit? What's up, everybody? Say what's up to Mike. Can you guys see him? No, I think he missed the camera. Oh. He probably walked oh, yeah, in. <laughs> He's, yeah. Oh, did I come at the right time? Right when we ended the... Are we back on? Yeah, yeah we're on. All right. So we're good. Um, But yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah. You know what's crazy is that Joe Biden is only the project winner as of right now. Yeah, because nothing's finished counting it. Like, yeah, dude, yeah. it's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna laugh, if it just flips. I'm just, I'm gonna start laughing. Yeah. That would be hilarious. Did, hey, did you vote? Nope. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I, I think Tito Ortiz won the Huntington right? Beach. And you know what he said? He wanted a recount for California. This <laughs> a fucking guy. <laughs> Do you guys hear about the um the earthquake last night in Massachusetts? No. no. It's like the first time the East Coast has been hit with an earthquake in quite some time, yeah. I guess. Yes. Can you imagine like you're expecting a tornado and all of a sudden the world just starts shaking underneath you? Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like that, it's supposed to be like expected out here, but I'm... I'm never used to it, you know. Like yeah, true that, and yeah. we got the San Andreas fault here too. Like yeah. at any moment, we're just we're, we're just dead. We're gonna die. <laughs> we're we're on the verge of dying here pretty soon. Yeah, we're almost there. Yeah, dude. I say December twenty eighth. December twenty eighth. Have a bigger earthquake here. That's is that your that's your just bold to, prediction? Just to go out. Just okay. <laughs> That's funny. My buddy re-enlisted into the army, and he leaves December 29th. So if it does end on the 28th, I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> Be like, guess you can't serve the country anymore. Oh shit! <laughs> what a shitty day to re-enlist right before New Year's. Dude, we told him we were like, dude, why don't you go like the second week of January? Yeah. He was like, they wouldn't give me any other date. <laughs> of course <laughs> I was they like, wouldn't. Of course they wouldn't. I was like, that's the military for you. Yeah. Like that shit. Say goodbye to all your holidays. You know what's crazy? He was in the he was in the Marine Corps for ten years, and then he tried to do his. Uh, my buddy tried to do his thing outside of the military for two years, and then he realized he was like, uh, "Civilian life is not for me." And he was just saying shit like that. You were saying he was like, "People are just way too soft." Yeah. And he he's got a foul mouth. He doesn't really know how to talk. He's almost like um like a buff autistic dude. Buff <laughs> autistic. <laughs> he can't read social settings sometimes. Or, and he's just like, it's like, bro, you sound really racist. Well, I feel right that's now. like ninety percent of people now can't really read social settings. Yeah, because they're on their phone too yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's a trip. 
It's a trip. I know. Um, I know we've been harping on being nice, um, the majority of this podcast. But another thing that I want to uh, talk about real quick too is mental mental wellness, mental wellness in the people around you. Um, there's gonna be times for sure that you, you're gonna see people who are smiling, but check up on your peoples. Check on people that you love. Um, it's a very difficult time right now. Uh, like I said, I just pray for the healing for all of us. I don't even really pray. I like I talk like are you guys religious at all? No. Nope. No. I'm not religious, but I believe in God, right? And I talk to God as like my homie. So I'm just like, What's up, dog? I just But but there's no like religious platform that you follow? Like, I grew I okay, so I grew up Catholic. Okay. Um and I used to say the rosary uh, as a young kid every single night and I would go to church and I was like, This is so much work. <laughs> it's like this is this is exhausting. You've done this for how many years, grandma? I was like, jeez. But uh yeah, check check on the people around you. If even if they say that they're okay, just check on them. Cuz sometimes they just might not be or they might be too prideful to ask for help. That's that's the other thing is that there's so much pride going on that I feel like sometimes friends feel like they don't even want to see their other friends succeed when not in all reality if if your circle isn't supporting you then you should probably get to a better circle because yeah. even there's there's certain people that I know right now that I'm thinking of that I do not like but I don't wish no success to them I just hope they find it in a different place yeah. I don't have to be there for that do yeah. your thing be good and uh yeah, man, it's it's been a traumatic year. It's been really shitty, but I, at least I could say um, I, I feel good about where I'm at. I can't say that for everybody else, and it's pretty evident by some of the people I've been talking to. And uh, yeah, dog, reach out, man. If you got an issue, don't be scared. If you feel alone, you're not. Trust me, there's a lot of people with the same issues as you. Maybe not as strong, but... Yo, seek help. Get it. Ask your homies to be there. Yo, a hug goes a long way. I don't think you guys realize that. I think as like humans, we need like eight. I know you're like, yeah. You're gonna be such a hard dad. Watch. You're gonna get a baby girl that's gonna fucking hug you all the time, and you're gonna be like, this is the only hugs I give. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Oh, shit. oh yeah, and another thing too, man. Rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Yeah, that was a trip when you told me that, dude. I didn't, I didn't know he was battling cancer, and and that's it. He's I don't know if it was because of cancer, but he said he went down. Did they list him as a COVID death? Or? Maybe, probably, more uh, than likely, <laughs> more than likely. That that that's fucking. I wonder what they're gonna do with Jeopardy. They're not. It's done. It's done. I, I hope so. Call, they. they yeah, probably be best just to like when go. Regis f uh, left. Who wants to be a millionaire? I was like, I don't, yeah. I don't care about you not guys. Like, yeah. not if Regis isn't there, I don't want to be. A millionaire, that's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> like, where's my homie Regis? I want to get that million dollar question from him. Yep. Yeah, man. Everyone else can fuck off. <laughs> uh. 
You think ten is Tinder every uh, in every nation? Yep. Yeah. Is it? Yep. Yeah. I'm getting shit from Bangkok, from fucking the Philippines, all over. They're really? All, they're all trying to find a little, little something from the states. Damn, dog, they're trying to get that great. Hey, yeah. hey, why don't you That's go on 90 think. Day Fiance? <laughs> Hell no. Why not? Because they're going to make me look like that other fat guy. Well, you're not a fat guy to begin with. They'll, make, they'll do something. Yo, what if you get like yourself like a big booty Colombian queen? I'd be fine with it. I'd be, I'd be down. I'm going to set up an application for you. I'm going to take your picture from all your profiles and just send it in as you. Fuck it. If it works, <laughs> man. If it works. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. Big booty bitches. Big booty bitches. Big booty bitches. Big booty bitches. Oh, no cussing over here. Oh, damn. <laughs> My bad. Oh, I'm, I'm trying not to. Trying Forgive not me to. Uh, for the profanity. I'm working on myself. I'm seeking self improvement, you know. But fuck all of you. <laughs> Why is that though? Um, I'm so comfortable with cussing, and I just for the sake of me and um, like especially like Mason out there and stuff like that. Oh, okay. I got to be a good example. I don't want to be. Yeah. I, there's like no need for me to be, yeah. but um, somebody's got to set the example dogs. right. And you you around him a lot anyway. I'm so. very much so around this young man. Yeah. So so he's my little homie. Yeah, it's my little. Every time he'll come into the room, sometimes I'll just be like, uh, Uncle AJ, I'm hungry. I'm like, go feed yourself. <laughs> feed yourself, little motherfucker. <laughs> he's like, go feed yourself, <laughs> fool. <laughs> he's like, I can't reach yet. <laughs> I was like, okay. So, yeah. so, uh, have you seen Baby Boy? Dude, I haven't seen it in forever. Do you remember when Snoop Dogg kicks down the little kid's foot? I ain't trying to be your daddy now. <laughs> oh man, jeez. I, you know what? I might rewatch that. I might. I, I have this edible my buddy gave me, and each little one is 120 milligrams. And so the first night I ate half, I didn't feel anything, and I was like, "This shit's weak." And then the next day, I took a whole one. Couldn't even move. <laughs> I was in bed and my girl thought there was a ghost outside. She was like, "Can you go check?" I was like, "Nah, let him in." So just <laughs> let the ghost in. It's like, "Cause I'm not gonna do anything. There's no way in hell." And then he woke up. <laughs> <laughs> I had some really good sleep though, so I mean that that's pretty cool. Um, I think, I think we're good. I think I want to wrap it up. Are you guys cool? It's fine. Uh, once again, guys, thank you for tuning in for the first official Man With No Plan podcast. And once again, this is this is a podcast for anybody who doesn't know what the hell's going on, but just kind of needs some sort of direction. I ain't got a direction. I just started doing stuff. And hopefully it gets me somewhere. Who knows? Might, might not. I just know that if I put my heart and soul into things, maybe people might appreciate it. Till then, y'all. Uh, we're going to try to get this released to you guys as soon as possible. We will be back next Monday to record. I love you guys. Thank you, Kit. Thank you, Corey. And shout out Mike for uh, sitting on the floor and hanging out with us. You're welcome. <laughs> Peace.